Hello, hello, merhaba. As I told you, from today there will be new podcast, new episodes, something interesting, something unique, old school, not so fancy, not with music, editing and that, but from the heart. Uh, today will be short episode as an intro. There will be some interesting topics in uh, English, Turkish, Albanian, Bosnian languages, some interviews. I will be interviewing some foreigners who live in Turkey, in Istanbul, in other cities also. I will ask them directly what do they think about the politics, economics, social, religious aspect, how do they live in Istanbul, the people, the food also. I will interview the ordinary people in uh, Turkey also. What do they think about the opposition, about the government, politics, international, about Azerbaijan, Armenia, Greece, Mediterranean, Balkans, America. Very, very high topics. Uh, for today... I told you it will be short. Today, it was a Friday. As you know, Muslims go to pray. Today is a Friday prayer, or as we say, Juma. I went to Hagia Sophia. It was great after so many years. I think one of the topics also now, why I'm mentioning Hagia Sophia, will be that topic. Because there was a great debate, should it be a museum before it was a mosque, then uh, under uh, government signing of the ministries and uh, from Mustafa Kemal Ataturk, it was a museum and then back to mosque. And uh, I'm uh, just saying that I will bring that topic and explain why from a museum again to a mosque because it was more than a 50 years a documentation and was that assigned by directly by Mustafa Kemal Ataturk or it was a falsificated sign it was a very hot topic in here and why the president uh, Mr. Recep Tayyip Erdogan signed to be a mosque and what is the impact on the Muslim world and uh, it will be only uh, one great topic where I will speak uh, with documents and uh, I will make an interview with uh, people going there what do they feel uh, when it was a museum, how did they feel? And now a mosque also, how do they feel? For me, after 1453, it should be a mosque because it is the first mosque in Istanbul after the great conqueror Fatih, Sultan Mehmed, conquered the city and... As you know, for me personally, it is the fourth holiest place in Islam 
after Mecca, Medina, Al-Aqsa Mosque, for me, Hagia Sophia is the fourth holiest. And uh, we can debate on that normally. But there are also some other topics when, well, when I read what kind of topics do I have. Wow, so many topics, so many topics. For example, do you know that over 400 Palestinian children were arrested by Israeli forces this year? And that the United Nations said that detention of children must be last resort. And also, today, after 27 years, yes, 27 years, Akdam was returned to Azerbaijan. As you know, with the signing of capitulation, I wouldn't say a peace treaty because there were two or three times a peace treaty between Azerbaijan and Armenia and Armenians broke that deal. And now when they saw that Azerbaijan is not that Azerbaijan from the 90s, when one side gave all the weapons and Azerbaijan was left with the pine forks, I can tell you. And now they thought that even though they broke first the truce from 1994, and they thought that Azerbaijan is that Azerbaijan, the old one, but when they saw it, what Azerbaijan can do, Man, they were very disappointed. And they thought that this time Europe will help them, Russia also, and the other countries. But when they saw that no help from them, they were fooled. They were lied. They were left alone. And this happened. And there were rumors that, I mean, I live in Istanbul. I'm a foreigner who is living in here. I am, yes, I consider myself as an Ottoman nephew, we call that. But I'm not a citizen of the Republic of Turkey. And when I go out, when I talk with the people, I mean, man, there are also Armenians living in here who are Turkish citizens. They don't have any problems. There are also more than 100,000 Armenians from Republic of Armenia living, working in Turkey. They don't have any problems also. This was made light by Prime Minister Pashinyan directly through some countries of the European Union and some factors, I don't know, America, Russia. That they say, look, do this, 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 and let them test. Well, they were test wrong. Azerbaijan took it, and when they were cornered, and thank God that this time Pashinyan's head worked and didn't let more tragedy to them because every day there were hundreds of soldiers dead. We saw it. Directly because it's interesting. You cannot hide anymore the truth. 
before you can manipulate you can hide but with this technology come on there are generation millenniums school and every you have every single aspect technology running your life how can you how can you hide or how can you lie something when it's visible we saw it the pictures in the twitter and facebook and youtube in other platforms digital and yet the armenians thought that they were winning the war i mean you literally see people flying when they when the drones bombed tanks ammunition depots and you literally seeing people flying and yet the armenian side their news say look we are victorious we did not let the azerbaijanis took this territory and they were losing every single day territory and now the biggest question in armenia is how those politicians those government people who were lying to the people how can they now explain we are the bodies we are the loved ones you said there were 100 200 casualties like this it dead soldiers but now there are more than thousands and thousands of them and not just yet but not just that it is also uh, accusations that turkey sent some syrians even from uh, turkish nationality turkish citizens who were going to war to azerbaijan that's not true we saw pkk yepg even even greek and from lebanon and from syria also christians arabs going to war against azerbaijanis but no one in the news media even mentioned that in the western medium did not mention that and there were also just saying that look turkey sending jihadists and a fun fact for you do you know that azerbaijan is a shia majority while turkey is a sunni majority syria also those so called jihadists they are sunnis can you imagine sunni jihadi group who is fighting in syria against Hezbollah and Shia militias backed by Iran and by Assad regime going to Azerbaijan fighting alongside Azerbaijan Sunnis who fought Shias to go to war to help Shias goddamn logic man I don't know and the biggest problem uh, one other of course uh, i told you i don't have a concept or something like that i'm a old school i'm you know 90s hip hop old school rap this podcast will be like that freestyle not concept not talking not preaching from the heart 
real freedom of speech. And the other topics will be also about French and their so-called freedom of speech because <laughs> you know, they were interesting. Uh, I told you internally they were bad. How is good that is also bad. Um, French government to arrest two kids on who are 10 years old and to accuse them that they are terrorists and propaganda. Man, 10 years old child to detain 11 hours. And now the French minister, interior minister says that in the school about the cartoons that whoever opposes that will be deported and uh, it will be an offense while to make such a cartoon against the government official and uh, Macron also it is punishable by crime, like crime. I mean, talking about double standards and hypocrisy. Okay, then, let me say it differently. If you are so about freedom of speech, you know, the French government, then let me make a test. Can I have made a t-shirt like a cartoon you have on uh, Google Photos, a German soldier who, uh, how to say it, who pinches two French soldiers by the ear, make it like a cartoon, print it on the t-shirt and walk in Paris. I guarantee you, you will not last two seconds, you will be arrested. Why? Because it's punishable by crime. But the same person to print something that is offended by 1.5 billion people, it's a freedom of speech. But also the same person, if he has a cartoon made with some Jewish rabbi or uh, something like that, uh, Holocaust, he'll be also punishable with crime. This is the other topic that I want because on the forums and on the blogs I had a debate with uh, some of my French counterparts and on the university also defending the freedom of speech. For me personally, I have a saying, freedom of speech ends in that moment when it starts, offend, of, uh, when it starts to offend you. Because something is different to speak everything like you want, but other thing is to offend something. I mean, mm, uh, in my head there is also one example, very nice example. <laughs> it's, this is a true story, folks, this real true story. Uh, one time... In the 80s, uh, in Turkey, in here, when the coup happened, the military coup, in one court, uh, there was there was a nice case, an interesting case. Man killed his wife and his lover in bed. He caught them cheating and, uh, you know, he killed them. And when they come to the judge... He reads, he reads, the, and he says, look, you killed it, 
30 years in jail, double murder, this, 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 this. And the man just looks the judge and he says, okay, can I say something? And he starts swearing, he starts insulting the judge. And the judge said, life sentence, you offended me, you did this. And the man says, look, I just offended you, I sweared you, and you give me life. Imagine me in that moment when I see my wife with another man in bed, how I felt in that moment. So you talked about no emotions in, uh, in that aspect. And now you're sentencing me life in prison just because I offended you, just because I swear to your uh, wife, your mother, your daughter, you know. And imagine me how I felt in that moment I lost control. Yes, I did a bad thing. Yes, I didn't thought everything in that moment, the emotions caught me and the feeling and everything. But imagine now what are you, uh, you in that situation? And after that, the judge again saw the, all the procedures. And yes, he was sentenced to jail, but not 30 years or life in prison. I think 12, 12 to 15 years it was. So there will be topics, yes, about United Arab Emirates, why they are eating themselves with Turkey, the position of Turkey in the Muslim world. Man, I like to end something with Napoleon, this podcast. I like our first episode. And believe me, I will maybe this uh, first episode is not high quality, or uh, some of them think that this is not in their standards. But this is my first episode. Yes, I have a goosebumps. But I told you, with your help, with your suggestions, I think I will be better and better with your help because I appreciate every single uh, advice that you give me. I will accept, I will uh, see. Also, you can comment. There's also a comment. What do you think should be the topics? Because as you see, every single... I don't want to talk about COVID because people who talk about COVID, COVID, COVID. Yes, also Turkey has an injection uh, made. Hopefully, inshallah, it will be on May ready. They are testing it. It is successful. As you know, the other one against the COVID are also Turkish wife and a husband and this COVID thing will disappear because it depressed the world I mean <laughs> interesting when we saw on TV people leaving their homes from wars and poverty and everything some of them left, some of them only saw on TVs and that's it. And now this pandemic, this COVID-19 struck and 
either you cannot go out or you're stuck in that country you cannot go out to your own country or you cannot go out even on your backyard even outside if you live in an apartment just imagine yourself five minutes how is it to to feel them in, in to be in their skin wow i mean this is my thought this is my saying that maybe this is some kind of curse from god to rethink ourselves as human beings to help one or another not to destroy another okay thank you uh, we'll be hopefully inshallah tomorrow with another episode i told you every single day i learn i will be more different more different but it will be something in this style because i don't like editing putting music blah 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 you know something without a soul i am a person who speaks from the heart directly whatever you have just speak it just say it you know and also if you like something to learn about turkish politics or turkish culture i suggest only one one series if you like to see series you know maybe there is in netflix or but you have on youtube with english subs and other it's called Paytacht Abdul Hamid. It's a great just to see if you want to destroy a nation, if you want to destroy a government, how can you do that? You have even the closest person of the Sultan Abdul Hamid. How they managed, how what did they did just to overthrow them because he loved his country, he loved his people. Man, it's very powerful series. One of my favorites. And for the end, in every single episode I will say this. I will quote great Napoleon. If a world was one country, Istanbul, it would be its capital. This is my favorite quote from the great Napoleon. And in every single episode i will quote this so that's it for this first episode thank you have a great weekend and hopefully listen to you tomorrow bye bye